Well, everyone, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have got somebody online right now. Um, I am so late uh, and I'm so sorry. We've had all sorts of internet connections this evening. Um, of course, my name's Andrew Hughes. I'm your host for this evening and we have some fantastic guests for you. Uh, we're out here in Chidlow this evening. Hence the internet connection <laughs> Hence problem. Hence the internet connection, Robin. Um, so hopefully we'll have people join us. I just don't know. So just quickly, everyone, before we get into it, if the um, recording uh, drops out here and there, uh, it, that's that's why it's the internet. I'm recording it on my um, – I'm recording a hard copy or, or a soft copy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording the show as well. So we'll post the recording yep. up um, rather than um, potentially rely on this live stream. So uh, I'm here at Robin's house this evening, everybody. Robin, welcome. Well, and welcome to you to my house, Thank Andrew. You. Thank you so much, Robin. We've got someone joining us. Look, while the people are joining, um, we'll just sort of continue to play the music and just babble on a little bit. After all, the, the show was originally called Babbling With, and I won't say the rest of it because <laughs> we're not allowed to use those those words on this show anymore. Oh. Uh, just <laughs> jokes. We do have a poor connection, um, but then it goes to excellent. So excellent then poor. I uh, don't know. I don't know where it's going to end up. Isn't that they're kind of similar to the names that you were referring to that you wouldn't mention? Similar, <laughs> similar, similar. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. David Cam is with us. Welcome, David. Thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Robin, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. Great, mate. Just um, just angle your mic so you're speaking into the front of your mic, mate. Um, Robin Wonderful. might be able to help you there. Thank um, you. Fantastic. And, David, you're a community organiser, and that's why we've got you here tonight, because we're really interested in your great deal of experience in organising community events. Yep. Um, particularly small community events. So, Absolutely. Um, and you have a very engaging scenario that you run through during these events and I was so impressed when I got to see ah. that one. <laughs> um, one time several, quite a few weeks back now. That was back in April, that's right. And of course, that's where I met Cam Tinley. Cam, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks. Um, mate, just uh, speak into your microphone Sorry. a little bit. You need to make love to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we've now got a couple of people joining us and, and as I said, I'll just continue to let the tunes roll on while we allow some time for people to join us. Um, yes, hi Caitlin, you did finally get us. As I was saying, we've had all sorts of interesting issues with the internet. Right now, we have uh, the, the software is telling me we have an excellent connection, Robin. Oh, how excellent. <laughs> so, Amazing. So, so my, my, my heart's starting to calm down. I, if, I'm glad I don't have my, uh, my, my watch on. What, what's it yeah. called? My Garmin. <laughs> There'd be uh, rather high readings on there right now. So that's all right. Um, Robin... Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't oh, plan for this. We, no. couldn't, we couldn't plan for it. So, everyone, I hope you're cracking a, a bottle of wine. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> yes, please. I'm going to just... <laughs> I'm just going to top up while we play these, um, some music in the background. Uh, well, hopefully some people will join us. And also, this will give me the opportunity to send out a few links to people if I can get my head around that. Okay. And what links might they be, um, Andrew? For our listeners, mm -hmm. I will post the show link in the chat right. so that you can invite people that have – I mean, I know we had a fair few people lined up to listen tonight. 
mm-hmm. but I'd say they've all given up. So that's my issue. Um, I will send out the link to a load of people right now. So please, Caitlin and Dorota, welcome. If you could help share the show out, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, because I'm too terrified to turn my phone back on in case I still... (laughs) Still the internet connection, (laughs) Robin. Yeah, otherwise I'd be doing that. (laughs) Um, Look, everyone, of course, uh, this is a late show anyway. Um, It's not meant to be a late show. It's meant to be an after-dinner show, which is why... We're going to, um, for the future, from tonight's the last late start, we're going to have, we will, from here on forth, be starting at 7.30, a much more reasonable hour, so I can potentially not get so drunk and get home on time, on, at a reasonable hour. Anyway, so look, while we're waiting for people to join, um, Rachel, welcome, thank you for joining us this evening. Um, I'd just like to let everyone know what's going on in the future. So next week... Um, I'm going to be down in Bunbury for the Friday night show with Debbie Thorpe. Debbie is an integral member of the WA Conscious Businesses and you can find their website. Their website address is, and I've never really figured this out, but it's freeforhumanity.com with the number four. And they provide all kinds of services to businesses who are just simply trying to navigate their way through this economic tyranny, this medical experiment that we're all going through at the moment. I've got a few shaking heads around around me. <laughs> so, um, other than that, um, I then go down to from Friday and this Friday night um, we we're in Bunbury. Then the next night we're in Williams at Kelly w- Newton Wordsworth House. Don't ask me what's going to happen there. Um, it's apparently, the, it's the Freedom Choir Camp. It, it, Kelly's got some aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, why she wants to include me in that, I have no idea. Because um, I, I said to her, "If you want to draw the cats in, by all means, <laughs> um, I can help you out with that." She has faith in you, Andrew. I'm sure. Yeah, well, she's got a lot more faith than I've got. Mm-hmm. So, um, just allow me to quickly share out a few links, everyone, and I'm just going to send them to people who don't care as well. Send one out to Richie. Richie, I hope you're joining us. I've got Luke Patterson if and Luke, Troy, I was my friend say, Troy. If Luke is there, please get on it and share it out. Guys, look, we're really, really late. Um, Troy and Luke, um, we have had all kinds of internet issues this evening, um, and which is why we're late. So could you please help us share the show out? Um, I'd really appreciate it. I've put a link in the description below. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure Andrew, uh, after his drive up here this afternoon, could vouch for how far I actually do live from the city. You really do live a long way away. Mm. Um, yes. Robin? So I did not expect a uh, poor internet connection, but... Uh, well, no one did, did they? No. But, um, yeah. And I've just sent a link out to Debbie Thorpe. Jay, if you're on, could you send a link to Debbie? Um, I've got this funny thing with my laptop and it never sends messages to Deb. So whatever, we'll work that one out. Oh, we've got so many messages. Ah, Let me read a few out. Um, Caitlin, uh, don't know how to share the link. Sorry. Uh, Cut and paste, mate. That'd be really good. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Luke. 
Tut, tut, timekeeping. As I've just explained, Luke, thank you for your comments, but uh, <laughs> we have um, desperately been trying to connect to the internet this evening, even though we were here early and well prepared. Yes. Um, hence my high blood pressure right now. <laughs> anyway, okay, look, I think we're just going to get into it. We've got seven people online right now, which is wonderful. Um, Rachel, like the show. Thank you. Everyone, send me more, more love hearts, please. <laughs> I love them. Um, Luke, thank you. Shared on Telegram. Thank you so much, Luke. I really, really appreciate that. So let's get into it. Um, we've got so much to cover this evening, and now that we're so late, we'll probably be leaving here at 11. Sorry about That's that, Kim. Right. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry about that, oh, David. David's got a big smile on his oh, face, so I don't oh, think anyone, anything's going to upset <laughs> David. Um Look, we're here this evening to really – well, Robin's kind of more going to be a co-host, although we are going to talk about what you're doing, Robin. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's start there because okay. before we get deep into this whole discussion and there's a few interesting things we're going to talk about tonight, people, but Robin, you are running the YouTube channel now, Courage is a Cure, mm-hmm. and right. you're doing amazing things. Um, what, you've been going for, what, two weeks and you're already cracking 2,000 views yes, a show? about two weeks. Or a yep. video, I should say. One, yeah, yes. Yes, well, well I, it's not surprising. If you have uh, Klaus Schwab in your uh, title. title, it's a bit clickbaity. So uh, I think that's probably why, not because that, it's… <laughs> and that's the key, isn't it? It's clickbait. David, I'm sure you're going to have think something We've to say something about to that. Clickbait as well. You have. Absolutely. So, but, yeah. yeah, so. But it is funny. So. Now, Robin, I've got to ask you why you can get so many views um, on that one and uh, hardly any on the interview with me. <laughs> like, oh, look. I, I mean, th- my God. I think it's only been up there for, what, 10 hours maybe? And there's, I don't know, what, short of 150, you know? Jeez. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I haven't wow. been checking. Just had a look. I haven't been checking. Yeah. Well, it was an honour to be on your. And I've been super busy today, so I haven't been able to. Promote it. Promote. That's the Robin is a master promoter, everyone. (laughs) If it wasn't for Robin, I don't know where this show would be at right now. So, Robin, thank you very much for that. Um, So, what next for you, Robin? Where are you heading to? What do you want to achieve out of your YouTube channel? Oh, that wasn't a question I expected. Well, you know, (laughs) ideally I would just like to help people find or source more information. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. has clicked on my video because it has 2,000 views and they have no idea who Clash Wob is and then they happen to go and look his name up on the internet and then that uh, <laughs> builds on their – That's right. And that's, that's a win for me because um, people are asleep and afraid and um, often this fear stops them from looking further into things and going down those rabbit holes. So that would be ideal for me is to help people uh, get more information. Yeah, and look, that's why we're all doing this, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm sure I guess we've got lots to say about that. Now, Robin, Luke has made a comment. Oh, no. Hi, Luke. Luke, um, mate... <laughs> Robin likes small, dark places. <laughs> That's where her channel is. Oh, shush, Luke. Right, oh, no, Luke. You're going to get in trouble when she sees you next, buddy. <laughs> okay, so, um, Robin, um, keep talking. I need you to fill us in a little bit more about your channel. What right, sort of so subjects have you covered lately? Well, 
Because, Robin, it's hard to talk about yourself, but you've got a lot to talk about because you've been so courageous standing on your own outside of schools, handing out pamphlets to parents about myocarditis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's um, that's one of the first videos that I uploaded because I think it's absolutely outrageous that the health department takes nurses uh, up to primary schools to jab and stab children um, and a lot of the parents aren't actually aware that they're there. Um, I found out by standing there trying to give information to people. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've, done a, I've uh, attempted uh, a little bit of comedy on my channel to point out uh, the uh, part-time pro-lifers that uh, we have uh, filling a lot of job opportunities at the moment in our communities. Um, but further to the point, I'm going to upload a um, video. I recently did a deposition at the Mundaring Shire pointing out that the uh, health and wellbeing strategy uh, that they have for 2020 to 2025 in the Mundaring Shire takes care of everybody from hoarders to young people to mindful parents and the ageing. Uh, and all these different things to help them with their health and well-being, but fail to recognise that we now have another group in our community that need mental and well-being health support, and that is the unjabbed who have suffered over the past two and a half years. We are disregarded. We're not even thought about because to <laughs> the people in the council, that's for sure, who write these well-being strategies, we don't exist, and that's mm. that's... Not good enough. And I think this is a great opportunity to say to our other two guests, this is a conversation, so please jump in. You don't have to be quiet when I can see you nodding your heads. Cam's got something to say. So, Cam, go for it, please. Um, thanks, first of all. Thanks, thanks Andrew, for having the show and, and Robin for uh, le- allowing us to you into your house. Um, You're yeah, welcome. There's a, there's, thanks. There's a lot of lot of things I'd like to um, to talk about. Shall I get right? right well, look, we, we 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 yes. Um, just on the point that Robin was making about oh, yeah. the things, because we're going to get. Oh, to, yeah. Cam's got an extremely interesting story to talk about, and so does David. But we're going to get to that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as just uh, speak into your mic, mate. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Right. Uh, as far as uh, you know, the way. Uh, Unvaccinated people are, are treated. I'm really, I've really seen that uh, recently. Uh, I can't go into t- too many details about, about uh, where I work and, and that sort of thing. But the hostility of uh, co-workers, because I'm obviously unvaccinated, mm. and uh, I uh, worked pretty much full time for the, all of last year. Told the school that I wasn't going to get vaccinated to give them plenty of time to find a replacement. And uh, then, obviously, I wasn't allowed to to work this year. And when I, I came back, uh, it was pretty much a shock to, even though the teachers knew, would have known that unvaccinated people were allowed to come back to teach. When I actually turned up, uh, the reaction I had from, from staff was unbelievable. I'm Ed, so it, interested in this because I actually work in education. I haven't received a call to go back, so right. I'm very interested yeah. to hear how you've been treated. Yeah. But it's it's interesting, Cam, because I think there's so many people that are going to face the same scenario as you have where you've got back to work. We're all clear to go back to work mm. now, but um, the jabbed are hostile towards The jabbed us. are hostile and they, they've got uh, allies who have also been jabbed. Mm. And so when – and they seemed to know who the unjabbed people were, 
These are new people. Yeah, oh, well, there's no doubt that they would have been chit-chatting about it in the staff office, yeah, the I'm staff sure. room, while you weren't there and yeah. everybody else who isn't jabbed either. Yeah, that, that's right. And Riling each other up. Yeah, mm. and, uh, you know, I sort of saw that firsthand, the, the sort of reaction of uh, some staff to me, uh, absolutely shocked when I turned up, just almost walking backwards in well, disbelief. Shocked, shocked that you weren't dead because all the unvaccinated no. are supposed to get Well, you've walked up. in a picture of health. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, it must be shocking. That's right. They, they weren't expecting me. And then uh, when The I, virus was supposed to uh, come and visit you. you that's know? Yeah. <laughs> you were the unvaccinated. The virus was supposed to find you. Yeah, why aren't you dead, Ken? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's right. You were uh, meant to be dead. Why aren't and, you? And, yeah, I, I don't know, but... Uh, Just speaking, you might, As Ken. far as the... Um, the students were concerned. They that was uh, they were really happy to see me back. Mm, I bet they were. And uh, but the 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 um, the keener they were to see me back it seemed to have a, 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 an inverse mm. uh, effect on the staff who were not keen. Well, the ones that came up to me. Well, actually. you were the hero, mate, because you've you've stood up for yourself, and and kids are very intuitive, right? So they've yeah. seen that. Yeah, and then they've they're also seeing all this libtard behaviour that are coming from all the other teachers. Yeah, but also children in particular. They, I mean, it goes without saying. You know, adults remember their most favourite teacher, and mm. so um, oh yeah, that's interesting. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everybody does. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, I mean, I saw students. Uh, well, I still see students. Um, not being back at, at school, and it's the same question every time. When are you coming back, Miss? Mm. You know really? they don't care. They just love having you know if you're if you're a good teacher. Yeah. Some of them are, ba- are yeah. bastards, but um, if yeah. you're a good teacher, which I'm yeah. sure Cam, you are one of them. Um, of course, they're not going to you know have this division, you know, inserted in their brain. I'm interested to ask. How how did the staff was it the way that they treated you that you knew that they were unhappy that you were you were there or was it the things that they said do they actually have balls in their pants to well, say something as, to you mm, as far as uh, the person that that it wasn't really speaking to me it was screaming at me wow wow um, in the in the staff room no no it was out out in the the yard the kids oh, I went I went out to at lunchtime and the kids couldn't believe well did the kids see it. Yeah. That's oh, terrible. Oh, my Story God. How unprofessional. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so it was It was shocking. I, I was really shaken afterwards and the kids, uh, you know, Jeez. the kids saw the whole thing. Jeez, I'd love to interview that person. And, yeah. And uh, but the, the thing is there's been a new um, lot of staff there. I didn't know who this person was. I assumed she must have been a, a new deputy or something. And uh, anyway, that, that's, the, that, that's what happened. And um, yeah, and and haven't been back there since. So you know, well, it's look, a very strange thing. Was I that just, by choice, or because they no, didn't ring you back? Sorry, no, they Andrew. Just no, you're right. Back, I'm a relief teacher, so it's up to them. To yes, right. Okay, got you. Yeah. yeah, well, because you're the only sensible person in the school, and you lost your job and everything. Yeah. So now you're coming back as a relief teacher, and they can't deal with it. Um, I just want to quickly interject. Caitlin um, just made a really nice comment. Um, Thanks to one of your previous shows, I made sure my daughter's upcoming operation consent form says no COVID jabs and no blood. 
That's that is wonderful so to hear. That's yeah. wonderful to hear. Yeah. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I really appreciate it. And that in, indeed, that's why we're doing this. And that is uh, the homeless homelessness show episode one with Belinda. The Belinda mm. was talking about that. That's right. Yep. Yep. Mm. Well, yep. That, we that, talk about this a lot. Um, look, it, it, I just want to make the point that it's really difficult for us, everyone listening. I know that you're all on board with us, uh, but it's very, very difficult not to talk about the same thing over and over and over again. Yes. Which is why we make a great deal of effort on this show for the Friday Night Live to talk about new things. So um, I think now is a really good time to begin talking about community and organising community around you. David, Yes, so you're a guru at this. <laughs> well, I've just, I just want to say, mate, that, um, of course, as you know, you invited me to one of your events. We did. That's right. And it was so well run. I was very, very impressed. They're small groups. Yes. But very well organised. And the right. way you have guest speakers come along and it's yep. just a barbecue in the park, right? That's right. Yes, that's right. So we actually run a small group. So um, I'm inspired to do this um, because of my background. Mm. So back in 2009, 29th of October, I think the Queen of England came over for Chogum. Now, let's just tell everyone where you've come from because you weren't born in Australia. So I, I came from Adam. Adam and Eve, just Did kidding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's so a I, funny man. That's well, right, everyone. Yeah. Well, I was born in Malaysia, but I lived for the first 20 years of my life in Malaysia. Right. I lived for the equal amount of time in Singapore. So half Malaysian, half Singaporean, got the humility of Malaysians and the arrogance of Singaporeans. Just kidding. <laughs> no arrogance at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my mom probably um, gave birth to me with a few dose of painkillers because I never knew pain, right? If things are hard, <laughs> if things are difficult to do, I love to do it. And mate, so, that's what comes through when i first <laughs> met you um i was like who's this guy that that was the moment when the rubber meets the stone because uh, i had a hard couple of weeks just two weeks before that i had the uh, sniffle and we had to cancel and people were still turning up so i was really upset that i couldn't invite all the you know alternative parties the freedom parties like to you wait know, your barbecue uh, to, you to the barbecue and we actually got someone to sponsor another barbecue so everyone turned up i invited you i invited scotty you know and um people just came i think there were 100 100 ish people there they were they you were. know people were just coming and wanting to know what's the future like so that was pre-election and one of my jobs is actually to bring a community together because the pivoting point was like i knew that um my wife was mental health um you know robin you mentioned about mental health yes i knew that my wife's mental health was deteriorating as well you just know, because of what was going just on because of what was going on you know it actually caused a lot of frazzle in the mind yeah you know and uh, women tend to be you know having some moments in life that really just uh, the camel straw hey, I, I went through this Absolutely. I, I had two you know, sessions just passed out on the lounge for four days that's right and she's like you know um, this affects me and that's when i started to wake up and like i'm the man of the house i've got to take charge you know i'm right. like the african i've got to run man <laughs> so i woke up and i went to the rallies i go like you know what back in those days when chogum happened i was actually out protesting against the malaysian government najib back then you know wow. uh, the 2.6 billion dollar prime minister mm. so and that was like i remember those days i brought my children along i yep. brought my daughter along she was nine years old everybody was like no sane parent would drag their parent their children to a rally i go like why 
not? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> That's right. We're all here tonight. Like many years later, I go like, you know what? I've got to do something. That was the turning point. I say, if my wife is affected, my family is affected. I'm affected. I've got to do something. So that's when I turned up at the rallies. That's when I met Aaron Malloy and met everybody else, you know, different personalities, different color. And I said, we've got to do something. So we actually joined up with another group in Tomato Lake. And then in January, we decided to go on our own on the 3rd of January. We thought maybe it's just me, my wife, yeah. my two chickens, my two children. Yeah. And yep. a few people, a few seagulls at <laughs> yep. no water, deep water point in Buragun. But then we have 30 people turning up. We've wow. got businessmen turning up. We've got professors turning up. We've got doctors turning up. We've got engineers, FIFOs, moms and dads and freedom fighters. But David, let's just go back a step. Yeah. So you, you've got all these people turning up. Yeah. What I'm really interested to know about is you yeah. just told us how you started. So yes. you, you joined another group and then you went, oh, maybe we can do this ourselves. At the south of the river, that's yeah, right. Yeah, south of the river. Now, how did you get the word out to those people? Because I'm really interested to, for our audience to know a little bit more about how how you started out. And before you go ahead, I just want to know, I just want to say, um, Nick, Welcome to the show this evening. I know you you always join our show, so I'm really, really glad that you're here. And of course, I met Nick in Australia last week. Oh, did you? Uh, hi, yeah, Nick. I did. Oh, so, great. hi, Nick. And, and to everyone else, I can see we've got Scott, uh, Charlie, um, and a whole lot of other anonymous people. I'm really, really pleased you've joined the show. Thank you for being with us. Um, <clears throat> Now, what I am going to do before yes. we go on, that's right. I will start inviting a few people to join the conversation Absolutely. to ask a couple of questions. Um, I know Luke's been trying to join in, but um, the only issue, I just want to say to the audience, the only issue we've got right now is a really poor internet connection. Mm. Sorry, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that rock I want to climb under? Poor <laughs> Rob. Look, we're, at the moment we have an excellent connection, so I'll start sending out some invites. Please, to the audience, look out for that. Um, I'd love to hear from you, particularly around this issue of how do you get a, a, your own community going. Yeah. So, David, what happened when you decided to go out on your own? How did you get those 30 people there? So we actually have a few streams, you know, what we call in marketing streams, but uh, that could be a good or bad word. Um, some people may perceive it negatively. But to me, I, f I see that you need to bring people together. So we actually reach out to other Telegram groups, you know, whether they are, you know, A, B, C. And surprisingly, because this is a felt need, my hypothesis was this. If my wife is affected and she was like, crying in the bathroom, somebody else must also be affected. Yeah. It may not just be a nurse. It could be a mom. It could be a dad who lose his job because of the clot shot. It could be anybody else who is at home, at work, struggling to go to work and dragging themselves, dragging their feet to work or, you know, just lost the job. So we reach out to different groups on Telegram. We reach out to our friends. Um, you know, I also run a ministry, so reach out to our own people. So, you know, because of that and the kind of... Um, uh, active involvement that we have in the community in the previous group. Some people just like, you know, we are living south of the river. We'd like to come and check it out as well. And yep. those people actually have continued to be the backbone of our explorers group. Yeah, and, and I noticed that all of your explorers group, they're all very engaged in what's going very on. Very engaged, very helpful. Yep. One of our mantra is we've got each other's back. 
And uh, we literally mean it like we're not just a little stand in the park coffee group. No, no, um, no disrespect to those groups, but we are more of the active kind. It's like active osmosis. Dave, can I ask? Yeah. Do so you have multiple groups. Is we have correct? one group. One group. Multiple people like. Um, okay. Does it have Does it have a name? Is there something? Explorers. Explorers. Yes, that's okay. Right. It's not like right. ex, but acts. Explorers. Oh, so, I love yeah, that. Explorers. We're full of action. You yes. Know, it's just like me. Oh, that's the cool. only thing that's functioning in me is the action just kidding right yeah. so I can't do much things like what Cam does or what you do courage mm. with care but what I can do is I know my wife is affected I know people in the community are affected you know and um, I know that election is coming so we've got to bring the people together so we're anchored mm -hmm. and uh, united with a need in mind mm -hmm. and people come you know whether it's housewife friends you and know. do you have any specific specific objectives when you meet up or is it just like no so one of the key secret ingredients of this lasagna <laughs> <laughs> a freedom lasagna yeah. the freedom lasagna yeah. we should copyright that Andrew the freedom lasagna well, of course we should <laughs> Christian you can cook that and we'll market that white in Australia <laughs> yeah, get a food truck <laughs> to the freedom supermarket so one of the key ingredients of this special dish coming is to actually a community absolutely, near you sorry, absolutely coming to a community sorry. near you in yeah. springtime and we actually still meet in winter right not in the park but somewhere else is that actually we involve people so mm -hmm. people don't feel neglected it's not a didactic one-way conversation so we usually break our updates into four parts we've got medical updates community updates updates from the university mm. you know so because my children are in uni as well and yep. some of them you know are working some of them are in uni and a lot of the children the mom and dad's children are in uni and they go like you know what? Some of them can't go to uni. So yes. that's yeah, where, that's I met where Andrew. we met. That's where yeah. we met. Because I was actually at the Curtin Wise Chancellor's yes. office, you know. And and, and, and the, when she never came what out a of personality. her personality. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. were like 89 people, 120 people there asking her to come out and have a conversation. And the security yeah. got scurried off. Every staff, every lecturer, every admin officer just. Well, they all, they all abandoned ship at the end of the they day. They abandoned yeah. ship at the end of the day. Yeah. Very typical response, right? We can't engage these people. But you know what coming back to that point we actually have updates and everybody is involved in the updates it becomes like even in a, not just a passive community but an active community where people yeah. come they share their life they do life together and if we know something about something in the community we share it so that the information becomes firsthand okay david what what's the first key message you'd like to pass on to people who are interested in doing this because you made a really good point before you were saying you know you're not no good at doing youtube videos and all that sort of thing but that's what you knew how to do and that's the thing that's really important i want to make the point to everyone that it doesn't matter what you do yeah it's how you participate that's okay? right now if you uh, not everyone's got the technical know-how yeah. to, to do camera work and all That's that sort right. of jazz. It's yeah. If you're into it, you're into it. Like, I was into that before this began. Absolutely. So for me, it was a very natural step. Correct. The part for me was doing interviews with people. That was the learning curve. Yes. So that was one thing, but I naturally responded to that. So yeah. if you are out there, if you're a, a listener and you're hearing this and you're thinking, well, I could do community organising. Yes. Listen carefully because this guy knows all about it. So, mate, what, you, you started out by joining another group and then you broke away. I think that's what, when what your nurturing comes in, yep. the confidence to actually like, there's a group that's going mm -hmm. and it's going well. 
Maybe we are different geographical area. Maybe we have a slightly different tweak of a different vision. Mm. But as long as you're willing to give it a go and bring people on board and have no ego, I find that one of the group norms that I yeah. have in my group, I actually have a very serious group norm page. I say mm. in order to join, no ego. And number mm. two is we got to have one another. So you set the you set, you set the, the parameters for people to come on board. Yeah, you know, you know, you you're making the rules, but they're not like. You know, no, no, no. They're, they're not, not dictatorial rules. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's basically a, it's a guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just to remind, remind people that, look, these are tough times. Everyone is in it together. So it's easy for us to like, you know, follow these rules and come together on board. I think the other important thing is actually, you know, it must feel a need. People yep. must feel that this group is actually what I want to be part of. Yep. So I don't control the group. I become like a platform. Like, you know, you get people to come and interview and so on. Yeah. You know, and that's only the part on the Sunday. For the rest of the two weeks, we actually put our blood, sweat and tears into meeting the needs of the people. If someone don't have money, we go there. If someone don't have a can of petrol, we go there. If someone needs a red test because they want to fly back to another nation in Europe, we'll get the five red tests from someone in the group discreetly yeah. and send it to the home on the same night. So, so we you're looking after we're each looking other. looking after them and this becomes like, people go like, I can do this as well. You know, it's not hard. Yeah. And so, you know, more and more people come on to um, the vision. The vision is, um, you know, it, it's very catchy. I've got a guy who is actually very quiet. He doesn't say anything, but one day he rang me and he's like, you know what, Dave? He's like, your group is different from the other groups. I say, why? Say a lot of groups are doom and gloom. Yeah. But keep going, mate. Says, Everyone, we've just got. Um, we're in a family home at the moment, ah, and we've got sorry. the fa- some of the family have just arrived home, so oh, that's fine. Welcome. We'll um, keep talking. Yep. We're going to take a quick break soon, Absolutely. just to allow them to come in and settle down. Okay? Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, please continue. So, um, just uh, you know, so this guy, he 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 never said anything before, but then one day he called me, he rang me, he's like. This group is slightly different. I said, why? He said, it's not the doom and the gloom. You know, uh, the Telegram group itself, we've got two modes of operation. One is the Telegram group where people chat. Mm-hmm. So we do not disallow people to like just one way messaging out. Yep. We allow the community to post sensible messages. Yeah. You know, and the other one is the Sunday group. But you've got a no dickhead policy, right? No. A no dickhead policy. <laughs> You, no we need policy, we need to right. have yeah, no yeah, dickhead yeah. policy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do not want dickheads as because well. Because there yeah. are those absolutely. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to, I mean, maybe he's listening. There's a guy that's been following me a little bit. Right. Um, he a dickhead? He, he, he really is. And I don't mean to offend the guy, but um, he's very aggressive towards right. everyone around him. Yes. Um. <clears throat> I would like to make the point that that isn't achieving anything. Mm. No, that's um, right. And in fact, going around and calling other people who are fighting or standing up for their own freedoms, whichever way they choose to do yeah. that, you don't go and attack them. No. Because this guy is clearly on the same side, but he's going around attacking other groups. Mm. Um, you just don't do that. Yeah. Um, I, I've made the kind of the case that what we're going through, it's kind of like, um, a bunch of sperm, right, <laughs> attacking the egg. Now, all these sperms are trying to achieve the same result, okay, but not all of them have the, the gusto to yeah. get the crack to crack the egg, okay. Yeah. Now, this is the point. 
There are many, many groups out there, and yeah. one of them, for example, is the common law sheriffs. Yes, mm-hmm. and we got the postmasters. They're very similar. We've it's got the all, Rico sheriffs. We've got all kind, yeah, and we're just picking on that right now, right? But there's yeah. all kinds of mm. people. Yeah. Yes, the umbrella group yeah. is the particular group that I'm thinking of that were attacked by this guy. Mm. Um, everyone's got their own approach on this. Yep. Yes. Now the point is, is that. None of us really know what's happened, okay? We, we can surmise, we can speculate, all these sort of things. But the truth is that we know roughly that, um, well, I believe yeah. that this was a scamdemic. Yes. Absolutely. It was an arranged thing. It had nothing to do with health. Now, other than that, we've got all sorts of evidence that we can now point fingers to like the Pfizer documents that are being released under the Freedom of Information Act, all sorts of things. But the actual truth is that we none of us really know what happened, right, at, at the top levels. We just, we can see it. It looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. Therefore, there's a duck there somewhere. We just don't know what breed it is kind yeah. of thing, right? So um, if you go around starting to attack other groups – that are all trying, like the sperms, they're all trying their own thing, okay, then that is ridiculous because we're all learning together. None of us actually have the answers, do Mm. we? Yeah. So by forming community groups, by forming political parties, Cam, you're sitting there saying nothing. I really want you to start joining the conversation, mates, because I know you've got a lot to say, Um, but – you should never go around dismissing what other people think is the right thing to do. I think before Cam jumped in, and I'm sure Cam would have uh, a lot on his mind mm-hmm. right now, is that um, instead of fighting or instead of attacking, we actually choose to synergize and collaborate. So Absolutely. we actively seek out speakers. Um, you know, we ask our people what do they need help in, what do they want to listen to, who do they want to listen from, and that's when we come up with this brilliant idea. When you, we met you there, you know, we invited you, and that is when people say, "Well, the election is coming. Mm-hmm. How do we vote?" Yes. Mm. There's a lot of people that were not born in Australia. They don't understand the preferential voting system. Even Australians will be like, what's this preferential voting system? Yeah. You know. So we've got a friend who actually came and talking about this angle of collaboration. You must hear this. Well, you know, we invited a friend that we, we uh, got to know from uh, the, the uh, uh, Armadale area. And he was actually um, a, a very successful business development manager. So he mm-hmm. came to our group and he was actually an ex-Liberal Party member. Right. Like he's 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 really done and dusted with the Liberal Party. He came and supported other groups, freedom groups, freedom parties, and he came to our group and he actually taught us how to vote. Mm. And because there mm. were so many people there, interestingly, the sheriff were there. Uh, this group of sheriff were the friendly sheriff, not the attacking sheriff. Mm-hmm. Not that they did, but you know, and he actually got somebody to dial in, which is Aussie Cossack. Oh, so wow. Aussie oh, Cossack okay. dialed in to our picnic while he was driving his four-wheel drive from <laughs> Canberra cool yeah, back to awesome. Sydney. And he was on hands free. It's like, dear freedom fighters and besieged <laughs> people of Western Australia. Wow. We have, we, in our mind, they go like, Woo-hoo. David, was this before yeah. you turned up at Langley Park on uh, the infamous, infamous yeah, night? Yeah, that were... was actually in March before I invited you. So about six weeks, yeah. a good six weeks before I invited you. That was when we invited you, the guy. But David, actually the first time I met you, we <laughs> Even though we didn't actually meet, yes, was in Langley Park. Langley Park, that's the right. Infamous oh. um, mm. Langley Park event. That's right. Yes, and yes. you were with Ben Tilbury. 
Yes, yes, walking right. Walking around Good doing interviews for the Aussie Cosa. That's channel. right, that's wow. right. Yeah, I was actually with Nathan, not Ben. Nathan, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, it was Ben. Oh, it was Ben. Yeah, yeah, it was right. Ben. It was Ben. Yeah. yeah. So Hi, we Ben. Were, Hi, Ben. <laughs> so you know, um, instead of attacking, we choose the model of collaborating. Mm-hmm. You know, working together loosely because everybody got their own pet subjects. It's fine. The yes. cake is big enough for people to share. So instead of leverage, instead of that, we leverage on people like, for example. Um, the friend that we had who came and teach us how to vote and he saw the energy and the enthusiasm and the sheriff and the hands of our well, kids and all that stuff that's a great example of and say hello to Tom and Marilyn from hands of our kids they were so supportive of us they loaned us their microphone like we love your group okay so can we loan you so our microphone and our PA system sure okay so I just want to sort of lock in the points that you're making here yeah. is that you you, you you engaged with people outside Absolutely. to bring in enter- not entertainment but no. a learning experience for your group. So you were always looking to provide something new to them. Instead of being inward looking, yep. we actually we have coffee, we have barbecue, but we are also outward looking. Yes. So we all constantly have new bloods. People come, it's like a licking basket. A hundred people may come, 20 doesn't like it. It's fine. Join another group. Yeah. But you learn something from our group. So it's just like a national curriculum that's no one dictates it yet. You know, there's no mandate for the curriculum. It's actually a work in progress. Yeah. So people come, they like our group, they stay on, they contribute. Some people may contribute three months, six months. Some people contribute immediately. Some people leave the leave the group. I call it the community bus approach. Yep. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. it's a beautiful community bus. So there's no one driver, although I provide the platform. Yep. You know, and, and that's when... You set the stage. I set the stage. You bring people the people. Come, we yep. bring the people. They feel connected. They bring the barbecue. They sponsor the barbecue. They bring their friends, their friends' friends. And you know what's the beautiful thing, Andrew and uh, Robin and Cam? Children started to come. Yeah. There you go. The people in the uni started to come. The people in the uni started wow, to bring the other people. uni friends. So that's when that's we go what we like, want to hear we've, about. We've, yes. we've got something under our belt that is relevant and in, in, important because if only 75-year-old like me with osteoporosis going around with a cane shouting freedom movement, it's yeah. not going to cut it, the mustard. <laughs> but mate, the most important about <laughs> the most important thing about what you're doing is you provide a very easy way for people to yeah. join community groups that are thinking and feeling the same way. And obviously when if you're sitting at home and you're thinking you're all alone and I mean it I mean it sort of sounds like a cliche, right? But that's what we all actually went through. Yeah. And to come along to a group like yours to hear these people speaking. That's right. Yeah. Come and share, encourage us as well. Like this Sunday we are going to a group, I wouldn't say where, but Mm -hmm. it's based in the hills. You know, and, and this group is exceptionally and we only got to know this because we were doing after the election we pivoted to sustainability because of oh wow high okay. food prices and so on. So that's another good point. Yeah. So you um your group you yeah. focus on subject matters. Absolutely. And you keep it quite tight. Right? Yes. We invite speakers and when we know the season is over we actually had a persimmon farm outing in Rayburn. Mm. Right. So people come together, they feel chill out. Even people who never come to outing and picnics, they bring the husband, the children, the well, cats, the awesome. dogs, the kangaroos. Everybody comes with their family and the mm. grandma, you know. So people go like, wow, for five bucks, 
I can have a whole afternoon full of fun, encouragement, and people were like, "Okay, like so that? you just mentioned money, yeah. What? So you you with the way you do it now? I don't remember. I mean, maybe I was just a guest. I didn't pay anything for the. No, last we don't barbecue. charge anything. In fact, I sometimes will okay. contribute. Yeah, and we always have people in the group who's like they sometimes they are retired. But they still have a few coins in the bank, yep. and they'll be like, "I'll sponsor the barbecue. I'll do this. I'll do right. that. I'll do that." So we've got funders, we've got speakers, we've got external collaborators. It's almost like a Lego brick system, one interlocking with another, so But that even if I fail, I get COVID, my wife get the sniffle, people can still come, people can still interact. The show goes on. The bus keeps driving along. Okay, so David, my big question for you is: Yeah, um, how do you? Uh, how do you keep it going? Like you get people in, and it's okay. Here's another way of putting it: what you've just described to me. Yeah. If I was somebody who didn't know anything about this, that would sound enormously, enormously difficult. Yeah. But actually, it's quite simple, isn't it? Absolutely. Now, just go through why it's simple for people, because really, all you've really got to do is get on the phone, right? And and actually phone people and don't be scared to do it. Is that and Cam jump in? Yeah. Um, because Cam, obviously you've done a lot of community Please organizing. Do. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cam, everyone, we haven't gotten on to Cam yet, and he's sitting there very quietly. And I'm going to slap him for it in a minute. But um, he <laughs> just Cam, Cam is the founder of the No Mandatory Vaccination Party, which is a huge subject matter that mm. we're going to get onto very soon. Awesome. But Obviously, Cam, you've got a great deal of experience in community organising. So, is there anything that David's saying that you would think is a really strong point? I mean, would you like to add anything to what David's saying? Uh, everything. Uh, I agree with everything that David said. I've been to David. I've been to one of David's events, and it was absolutely fantastic the way it was organised and the the crowd that was there. They were really after information, and they weren't uh, just sitting there going to cop it. Uh, they uh, if they wanted to challenge people they did. It was a it was a great uh, great event that I went to and uh, we've ha I've had people want to know if there's more events as well. Mm -hmm. So I've been very happy about that. But as far as my uh, contribution to uh, to things, no mandatory vaccination, we're totally focused on elections and getting votes. So there's a lot of discussion about how to fill out a ballot paper, how they're they're counted, whether you used a pen or a pencil, and right. So it comes back to all the time, doesn't it? It comes mm. back to education. Yes. yes, and it's not like you're trying to force a viewpoint on somebody. No. You're literally just providing that information. Well, so I, I, you know, the pen and the pencil debate is a great one to have, mm. but I know just before, because everybody was doing early voting mm. and uh, someone on one of my pages on Facebook was asking about all these blank boxes. Well, I thought, hey, uh, the Bellman Report has done a video with Cam for the No Mandatory Vaccination Party and you were talking about... Was it the pea party and having yeah, a, a blank box? Yeah. And so I yeah. shared that video and hundreds and hundreds of views yeah. it went up from where it was because – and when people watched that, you should have seen the comments. They were horrified. Yes. Absolutely disgusted. Mm. I, I got those same comments. Yeah. yeah. I was – I spent um, – I'm pretty fanatical about analysing election results and voting. I As went, you should be. Yeah. I went to the uh, – the primary school 
in uh, Mirabuka that consistently gets the uh, the highest informal vote. Um, I went out there this time. Normally, the vote is about the informal votes about fourteen percent, but they went over twenty percent when I was out there. Twenty percent so, informal vote, right? Uh, so it got worse. It got worse. Around. It got worse. And that's people, interesting. People were coming out of the booth wanting to vote for me. And uh, they were told by people in in the the booth that they couldn't. That's right. That I actually, I saw many uh, because a lot of people this election were um, using their phone to video uh, when they were asking the Australian Electoral Commission staff about how to vote properly and what do these blank boxes mean when they know what they mean. Mm. And the the Australian Electoral Commission staff had no idea no. and were just making it up. That's yeah. really poor, isn't it? Yeah. I, I knew this was going to happen because I went into – to run as an independent. I was in the, the electoral Australian Electoral Commission office in Perth and somebody came in applying for a job and they, they said, oh, no, 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 can you, can you get a job? You can be in charge. And the guy says, I don't want to be in charge. I just want to, want to work there. And then he said, oh, I don't even want to do this now. And he, and he headed for the door. What? And they came out. They ran out to grab him. To say, no, 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 take a... So hang on a minute, hang on a minute. One of the most important organisations in Australian politics are employing people who have absolutely no idea, straight off the street, and they're putting them into a position where they're going to convey very uh, detailed information, extremely important information, Mm -hmm. except for one thing, Hmm. they have no idea what they're speaking about. no idea. No idea. Utterly... Okay, look, everyone, um, this is leading us off into uh, another discussion now. So we're kind of at the halfway point and Cam's um, story is really interesting and we're going to get into that now. But we, we, we are in a family home and we've got some people here that just want to get settled. So we're going to take a two-minute break. No, we're going to take a one-minute break. I'll leave the mics open because I want to have a chat to people while we're taking this break. But the family need to move on in while I chat and we just get everyone settled. So everyone, please stay with us. I'm going to turn some music on and keep on talking. And it's just going to be me this time. So I would like to say a couple of things. Number one, hi, Jay. Jay's one of my most favourite people. Jay and Deb are a community, another group of community organisers from Bunbury. Deb's actually from Bunbury. Jay's from Bridgetown, but Jay, love you. Love you both so much. It's not funny. Um, you've been such great supporters of mine, and I have a great time with you always. Um, I also want to say happy birthday for my to my dear friend, not a, um, a long-term friend, but already a dear friend, Courts. Courts, happy birthday. I'm looking forward to having a drink with you tomorrow night. I'm definitely going to be there. Um, So that's going to be wonderful. Now, what I'd like to also say to everybody out there, would you like to join the conversation? If you would, I'm going to start sending some invites out unless you start um, clicking that button. And you know what the embarrassing thing about this is, you guys? I don't know what button it is. (laughs) So so, uh, that's that's pathetic. Um, But I am learning. I'm very new at this thing. So please, if you'd like to um, say something. Oh, hi, Nikki. Um, Nikki's here as well, everybody. So uh, I think this is Jay, actually. 
it disappeared off screen. Guys, um, just so you understand, um, if you haven't been with us since the beginning, we are having a lot of internet connection issues tonight. So, I will look for this person and invite you right now. And if I've got it wrong, uh, please try me again. Um, just keep trying because I know that we got somebody in uh, as a speaker just a few moments ago, and then they dropped out. Don't know what happened. Is there anybody there by the name of Neil, by any chance? Neil? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. But Neil, if you are here, please say hi. We've got a few people with us. Um, okay, so I've got someone in the chat, and I think it's Jay. Are you there, Jay? Uh, um, can you, you hear me okay? Yeah. It's Karen, is it? Hang on, hang on. Who is it? Hello. It's Jay. Jay, I knew it was Jay. Everyone, I'd like to say um, <laughs> Jay. Jay's calling from the Pilbara out in the middle of nowhere, aren't Good you, Good evening. Ooh. How exciting. Hi, Jay. Well, it, it sort of is the Pilbara, but it's um, the very eastern edge of the Pilbara. So I'm, a, I'm um, 750 kilometres west of Alice Springs. And you've probably wow. got better internet connection than we do in Chidlow. It, 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 it sounds like she has pretty good net. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about Mon- – we'll have to go yeah, talk about Mundaring Telstra Council. Out wow. you got Telstra out here. Well, we've got we Telstra go. here as well, but yeah. unfortunately it's not real good. Yeah. How's it going, Jay? So, what, what are you doing? I'm living on- – I'm good. I'm out here for three months. So I used to live out here. So I'm working um, for three months on the most remote Aboriginal community in Australia. Wow. And how's it going? And by the way, Jay, I'm heading out your way soon. I'm going to Alice Springs. I'm excited. I'm telling everyone. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And I hope everyone listening tonight can join us. Just down the road. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I know just a little bit about which way we're going. I just don't know exactly which way north. we're going. North, I think. It's sort of it's north. the general direction. It's a sort of north and a little bit <laughs> east. Uh, east. Yeah. yeah. But um, I know we're going through Kalgoorlie. Yeah. That's my, that much I do know. Oh, well, I'll stand on the uh, Greatest <laughs> Highway and, and wave as you pass by. You'll be able to. Oh, and yes, it'll I will. Be, it'll be roughly about an hour after we leave. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, um, Jay, um, tell everyone about the thing, what you're trying to organise for me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, are we talking about community? We are. Or are we talking We're about, talking about film community. We're talking about community. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so yes, we. I'm trying to organise with some mob that are further west from here, closer to Port Hedland, to get out there with Andy mm-hmm. to interview some of the mob that have held the line, basically. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. They're not too far out of um, Port Hedland. Um, they are. They're a little bit sort of, you know, shame about it. But I've explained that. You know, they're not going to be filmed. It's just having a yarn on, like, on the radio and they'll be feeling really comfortable. Have they held the line because they're so remote or because they're clued up on what's going on? 
Well, not where I am at currently, but other communities that are closer to towns have held the line. They've just gone from day dot. They just said no. So I lost my job. As everyone knows, I was working in FIFO, um, Mm -hmm. lost my job. And my, like I've worked with the mob for 15 years and I, I, um, when that was all unfolding, the mob were coming to me going, you know, what do you think? And I'm like, I'm not having the jab. And they're like, Mm. no, neither are we. Mm. So, you know, a lot of those guys haven't been able to go and work because of it. Um, But, and throughout the last six months, they've called in constantly. They call me Kunga. Jay, I'm really sorry. We're starting to lose you, unfortunately. Um, Look, I'll just take over, everyone. Um, Jay, sorry about that. We've actually lost you completely now. Um, Jay is is in the middle of organising a trip for me to go out to one of the communities to do some podcasting because the government paid, and here's the kicker, Ernie Dingo, I believe around $250,000 with another woman, another Indigenous woman. I don't know how much she was paid. But the government did that and sent them out on a mission to get all of the community people jabbed. Out of control, isn't it? Yeah. That's disgusting. I feel sick thinking about it. And forget about out of control. That is just terrible. And we haven't actually mentioned the fact that McGowan... Um, Mark, I'm not going to call you names, even though you call me names. I'm above that now. It took me a while to get above it, but I'm now above it. Mr. McGowan. Mr. McGowan. You criminal. You are in Rome right now trying to drum up um, foreign... Work a foreign workforce, right. people to come here on holidays when we're in a state of emergency. Apparently, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Cam, please jump yeah. in if you want to. If you want to rip him a new one, please do yeah. because <laughs> because this is outrageous. Yeah. Um, we have more than enough people here. I believe around two hundred thousand people in Western Australia have been affected by this. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of workers here. Yes. A lot of people that are willing to work hard. Yes. I'm one of them. I'm sure yeah. everyone here is. Yeah, and Mark, you do not need to do that because you're a dirty bastard. Basically. And yeah, yeah. And and I'm sorry if that offends people, but um, if you're on the McGowan side, please consider the fact that uh, we've got plenty of people to work. We don't need more people coming into the country. Welcome them. <laughs> Welcome them entirely. I mean, David, you're not – you weren't born here. And mate, the, the commitment that you've made to the community, mm. to me, that is the sort of person that I really want around me. And honestly – I don't give a damn where anyone comes from. We are a multinational or whatever you call it, multicultural. Multicultural, yeah. Which I believe doesn't necessarily work, right? There's there's good points to it and there's bad points to it. That's right. But the point is is that we are are that. Yeah. Now, um, our media loves to tell us how racist we are. I reject that out of hand. absolutely. Now, I know that there are issues – 
but they occur I had a every week. It's just week. another way to... from Robin just now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look. Oh, no, well, my late mother-in-law was Malay Singaporean. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but these things off these things occur all over the world. No, absolutely okay? correct, yeah. And, and, and really, um, if you're someone who is... Um, the kind of citizen that you are, yes. where you've, you know, you're, I don't want to sort of blow it out of proportion, but you've participated, you participate in the community. That's all it takes, right? That's right. And not only are you participating in the mm. community, you're leading the community. So I'm seeing this more like, you know, uh, the Battle of Bathsheba. It doesn't matter which, it doesn't matter what colour you are, as long as you're putting on the uniform of Australia, then you've yeah. got a duty to charge across the six kilometres and get the capital back. Yep. So I guess, you know, I mean, I'm not here for the last 200 years. I've only been here for 16 years. So uh, I haven't got the surgery to twist my tongue yet to get a proper Australian accent. <laughs> but you don't need I'm it, working right? on that. Just kidding, right? Yeah. But I can do that little I can to cause the little ripple effect within the south of the river. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, mate. People <laughs> don't need to like come to this country and start standing up and doing what you've done. Because no. what you're doing is extraordinary. But... It's just simply um, the point. Just simply is, if you know, I'll put it to you this way: If I went to another country, and I have done quite yes. a few times, yes, I would. I and I have done. I just jumped in. Got well. I mean, let's put it simply: I've probably gone to the pub and just hung <laughs> out with the, the locals. Yeah, um, and that's actually all it takes. And then to become Absolutely. part of what's happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we need here in this country. So. While our Premier, our very respectable Premier, is overseas looking for people to come in, that's great, but it's not great if they're going to come here and form their own separate communities and things like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not into that at all. Yeah. So, um, I I, I, I really commend you, mate. I really do. We're just doing the natural thing, and that is to, you know... um, Add value back to the community. I think that's the key message. How can we add value to one another's life? I think this is a good chapter. It's a new day. If we have the passengers on the bus, hmm. we have a vision. So I call it, you know, to summarize up, we found our fit. We found, I call it the retriving. So, you yep. know, the last two years has been a great opportunity to find your tribe members. That's right. So you know who are your real friends. Mm-hmm. You know who are those who are asleep on the bus. You slap them a hundred times. They're still <laughs> asleep. So do you still want to slap them? No. Do you still want to give them the freedom lasagna? No. So you have to find the new people yep. who will go on the journey with you. And actually, we just um, interviewed uh, a, a lovely gentleman called Nick. Wow. Um, the other day for the Homeless series. And um, he was talking about all the struggles he went through, but in actual fact, he has now met his tribe. And oh. the smile on his face That's when right. he talked about that, um, just just his smile gives yes. me hope. You know, sometimes yes. I have really down days, like we've yeah. been talking yeah. about, that, you know, it can just seem like it's too much. But, yeah, particularly now that we can – identify who is part of our tribe and groups such as yourself, uh, yeah. your group yeah. who meet up and and have that tribe together and work as a community is just amazing. And like attracts like. You know, I was in the supermarket. I was one of those that has a mask exemption because I have lifelong asthma. And mm-hmm. I have another guy who's also like me and we look at each other at the checked out <laughs> counter again. <laughs> yeah. And we had a little face to face. We had a bromance moment. 
Please go like you're one of those. I said, yeah, one of I'm one of those. We chatted for half an hour in the car park. Like we forgot about the magnolia ice cream and everything. Everything melted away. We're just in tears. Like oh my god, I found my brother, my soulmate. You know. So it's like. Matt, the last two years has been beautiful. Hey, but David, it's, it's a great point. Uh, and I always say the word point now, don't I? Shit, I've got to stop doing that. But you know what? Um, I've, I've experienced the same thing. Yeah. When you get in with your real, your true crowd. Yeah. Um, it's There's no mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't put the I've got the mask, most wonderful. Like the I've met the most wonderful people ever, yeah. and you all know who you're talking about because uh-huh. um, we all hang out all the time now. Yeah. But... Um, uh, I never ever envisaged that as being a thing. I guess I was looking for people because obviously we're all alone in this, right? In, in a way, until we find yes. our crowd or our yeah, tribe. That's right. And I think it's it's remarkable how quickly you yes. you forge firm friendships or have forged firm friendships. Absolutely, very quickly that's right. Yeah, because there is there is no mask. We no. all know where we stand. That's right, and it's. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly you can forge a friendship with when I'm you sure meet the right people. Hey, listen, I um, just want to throw it out there. Um, Nikki, I know you're online, you're listening. Now, Nikki is one of the people that I'm going to Alice Springs with. Is that Nikki Sojourn? It's Nikki Sojourn. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Um, hey, Nikki, um, you have my phone number and I'm not go- uh, not able to dial you in from my end, but I'd love it if you wanted to phone in. Phone my phone number. We do have the ability to take mobile phone calls. <laughs> Due to the wondrous... Uh, Staring at road, me, yes. The road po- uh, procast. Uh, thank you so much. For well, I now know this. that there will never be a podcast in Chilo ever again. After That's that, not right? true, Robin. That's not true. We, we, we would never, ever do that to you just because you live in a place that has no internet. <laughs> we do have TV, though, and it is colour. Well, thank like God that. for that. But you do have kangaroos in your backyard. We do have kangaroos in our backyard. Do you know, I, I, I want to throw a little story in there, right? So I was in London quite a few years ago uh, for a couple of years and all the English people wanted to know was about the kangaroos in my backyard. And I, <laughs> and I actually said, I said, you guys are... Hang on a minute. <laughs> We're just as civilised as you. Yeah. Come and on. they're like, yeah, okay, but you got kangaroos in your backyard, you don't you? And I'm like, back, yeah. no, no, no. Well, now you've met someone who does. I, I actually, so does that mean you're saying I'm not civilised? Listen, uh. I, I, I do recall telling them that there are places where there are kangaroos in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if anyone from overseas is listening, yes, we're in Australia. We have kangaroos. And there'll be bandicoots out in the yeah. veranda there. Oh, but if wow. you stick your head out, there'll be a couple one. of bandicoots. Oh, you Did can you, see you one. Saw one. Saw one. Oh, there's one there, is there? Wow. <laughs> was it the one with the paralysed leg hopping about? <laughs> it was going pretty quick. Oh, yeah. stop it. I'm really into that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. no, he lives here. Okay. I you can't... mean not bandicoots are having the crotch shots as well? Just kidding. It's got paralysed in one week because of the clot shot. <laughs> David. That's a new low. <laughs> David, come on, mate. Yeah, ace it up a little bit. Okay, everyone, look, we need to move on. So um, now, Cam, now's your time to speak because we're going to talk about um, some of the things that you've gone through. Yeah. First of all, let's talk about what caused you, what motivated you as a, a high school science teacher 
to form the No Mandatory Vaccination Party several years ago. Mm. Take us back to that time and um, what was it that made you do that? Well, uh, it sounds ridiculous to, to say to say this, but this is exactly the situation. I'm on the internet. Hi, Deb. Yeah, keep going. And they show uh, footage, supposed footage from a New York um, hospital. Turns out that it was from a a a Rome a hospital in Rome. Oh, hang on. Sorry, go back. What? what when did this occur? Oh, this was. Uh, well, would have been uh, the beginning of 2020. Right. But, uh, and I had a look uh, on my computer and I thought, hang on, there's something not right about these bodies. Mm-hmm. So I froze the screen and blew it up and the bodies weren't even human. They were plastic dummies. Mm. The whole world uh, was... From China? Uh, I don't... In, no, th- this was a footage that they were showing... In, before, from Rome. Yeah, the, it was. it was... The footage was from Rome, but it was on American TV and it was purported to be a hospital in America, in mm. New York. I remember this because yeah. remember everyone, if you think about it, there was like the it was all blown up about what was happening in China, but Rome was the second yeah. one. It was like people were dying, thirty thousand yeah. a day kind of thing. Yeah, and then Italy. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. Milan and, and they came up with all these excuses to say, Oh, oh well, in 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 Milan they had a <laughs> Sorry, everyone, we're laughing because Robin just said in Italy. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. I was looking that's at all right. my phone it, and talking and thinking at the same time. It sorry. It, it, it didn't go over my head. It's okay that it went over yours, Cam. It's okay. Keep going, mate. The Yeah, and uh, they're, they're coming up with all these excuses as to why there would be so much COVID or it was coronavirus then yeah. in Milan because they had a, a, a rag trade or a, a, a rag trade effectively and they had workers coming in from China, possibly from Wuhan. That's right. I remember that yeah. now, yeah. And they had these cities that were just getting massive numbers of, uh, of cases. Anyway, they showed the footage in America and I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm blowing it up and you could see that the arms on these people were just metallic joints and the whole thing, <laughs> their, their eyebrows were painted on. Yep. I'm thinking, well, if the media are going to let this go and they're not going to call them up, this is one of the biggest things that's ever happened. They've really got big plans for this. And so I knew at the time, this was very early, that the end game was going to be a mandatory vaccination. I knew it back then. Mm. And we set up the party and there wasn't even a vaccination when we set up the party. There was nothing. Yeah, yeah. But um, I knew that, that in the end this was going to be a mandatory vaccination for everybody and mm. it was going to be the vaccination that people talked about, the one that was going to make people sterile, the one that was going to destroy immune systems and this sort of thing. And uh, as it's turned out, that that's the, uh, exactly what the, happened. the situation. You know, what's interesting for me about that is that I knew all these things as well, mm. but I wasn't motivated to start the no, va- no mm. mandatory vaccination party. Your foresight, mate, was mm. incredible. Wow. Well, well, it was amazing because... When we were setting this up, and I was going to one rally I went to, I was the only person that turned up. That was the organizer. Is that a rally? um, You and Robin have got a lot in common, mate. Yeah, we do, actually. Which is why we're all together tonight. Bring the bandicoots and the kangaroos. (laughs) This was in in September. In about August, September. Yep. And they but this is, sorry, this is the point. One person yeah. can make a difference. You Absolutely. don't need thousands of no, people. Sorry right. to, to interrupt. No. But yes. um, no and so I'd also, just like to say goodnight to Jay, by the way. Keep going. Yeah. For. So what happened 
it was um, they, they even they they organised uh, events uh, rallies and and I remember going to one and there were about at Parliament House there were about forty people there, and typical with a lot of the the rallies, um, people were overestimating the crowd. There were forty people there. You could count them. And people are saying, oh, there were a thousand there, there's this sort of thing. And it's really been a, a negative Just thing. Just speak into your mic, please, mate. Sorry. Sorry. And I, I told you I was going to be a Nazi yeah. about No, no, yeah. you're, you're, you're good. Mike Thanks. Nazi. Okay. Mike and, Nazi. Uh, and then I remember being I'm going to buy you a hat. At, Thanks. Uh, <laughs> at, at a football match. And... Every time I got a, me- a member joined up, my phone would just give this sort of uh, noise. And during the game, uh, there must have been 80 people had joined the party and I thought, well, we've got to get 500 people to join. I reckon I've got 80. And so I knew at the time that we were going to get the 500. I wasn't yeah. sure. And, and then you, it, you had the feeling. It was yeah, I, I, knew that, I, I knew that day. And then what happened was uh, that the members started piling up. And it was very dangerous because at one stage the... uh, I'm not sure whether I should mention this, but... Go on, mate. Don't self-censor. The the police did turn up at my door and ask this state security, asked how we got so many members. Wow. Interesting, isn't it? it? Let's just quickly talk about state security. What role do those people play, Cam? Well, a lot of people don't understand. Can you clarify what state security means? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't know about this, but this is a reality of the society we live in. Yeah, we've got a whole lot of state security and their job. Is that ASIO or something? Uh, Different. WA, but but they're to monitor. But I I subscribe to... uh, Sorry, they're well known for pulling pranks. Yeah, yeah, the, the... I'll just give an example. Uh, this is a bit of a, a, a sort of a, a conspiracy to some extent. But, I, but, but based on experience. Oh, yeah. No, they definitely mm-hmm. came to my door. And, and I'd just like to add, for people who are thinking about doing community organising like David has, this is something you need to be aware of. Oh, I'm yeah. very interested okay. to hear this now. And, right. But what ha- I subscribe to Stan... Uh, television because they brought out a series or a show a one-off show about the right wing in Australia and I knew that uh, they were going to say that they're in, being involved with the vaccination movement of course because they did the that in America and yeah. Europe so they were desperate to, to do that and they did it and in the video the head of ASIO said that half their budget was to track down Australian born and bred terrorists, in other words, right-wing extremists in Australia. And they use the exact that, same words in yeah, America. And they said there was half the budget. Now, mm-hmm. they said, then I looked on the internet to see what their budget was. It was $400 million a year. Wow. So I thought, well, if $200 million is looking at right-wing, ter- right-wing extremists, what would happen if all these right-wing extremists decided that they're going to call it a day, they were going to get involved in other things, mm. that means ASIA would lose half its budget, $200 million. Mm. So there's almost a vested interest in, in these mm. security agents to keep these organisations Well, going. let's talk about vested interests for, interests for a second. I beg my pardon, everyone. Mm. I've been drinking red wine this evening <laughs> because that's what we do on this show. Um, Cam, vested interests. Now... 
uh, the vest, the true vested interest in government is all about controlling of the population. Mm. So naturally, when you get a group that are breaking away from their thought, their mentality is breaking away from that narrative that we're all mm. entrapped in. Mm. Naturally, you'd expect the, the secret services to have a bit of a problem with that. Yep. Which I think is extremely offensive. Mm. And how those same people don't see that as actually extremely um, offensive as well, I, I, I have to question their morality. Yeah, and, and that you, you're right, yeah. Andrew. So what was happening at these rallies, I noticed people would come up to me and say, did you notice the Proud Boys at this rally? And I'd say, no, I didn't actually. Yeah, the Is Proud Boys eventuated out of America. Well, I was just going to say, weren't they just there in January supposedly no. call it causing but a ruckus? Yeah, but they've created yeah. a name for themselves yeah, around the world and it's all negative, but yeah. it, it's part of the spin. Yeah, but what was happening, I said, no, I didn't. Then I, I noticed that there were rallies, a lot of rallies, and the media would only turn up to certain rallies. Yeah. You mean here in Perth? In Perth. Yeah. Proud Boys would only turn up to certain rallies. And then I noticed that the media and the Proud Boys both turned up at the same rallies. Mm. It, was almost as if, it was almost as if the media knew the Proud Boys were going to be there. Well, it's like when wannabe celebrities and, contact and they, the paparazzi and mysteriously Well, then we've got to question, um, what's the word for it? Controlled opposition. Yeah, controlled opposition. opposition. So Absolutely. I remember at the Juma House rally and Proud Boys were there. Just speaking, you might, Cam. Sorry. Thanks. Uh, I'll move it closer Proud, for you. Proud Boys were there. And when they, uh, I noticed Sorry, that mic problems, everyone. the jackets they wore looked like, to me, like they'd just been pulled out of the wrapper because they still had that polyester shiny look about them for something <laughs> that had just been opened up that day. Yeah, it's all part of the optics of yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah, very uh, garish colours and then they position themselves at the front, in front of the media and sure enough, the media, because what they fear... They fear uh, these big rallies because the, the media can't ignore the rallies and so what they want to do, they try, they destroy the rally and I've seen uh, from the left-wing media, uh, the socialist-type uh, newspapers that they bring out saying they give their, their game plans and they say we want to try to associate the freedom movement with right-wing extremism yep. and we have to link them and then say to people, are you happy to be marching with Proud Boys? Mm -hmm. And that was part of their structure. And then, sure enough, the rallies have been destroyed, in my opinion, and they were the best thing we had going. They were, they were huge rallies. They were getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden there was infighting. Mm. There were people organising too many rallies. Yep. They were in different places at the same, yep. not only on the same day, at the same time. I just want to interject quickly, Cam, that um, uh, some of those people involved in those rallies may be thinking that we're attacking them right now. But um, I'd like to make the point that having rallies all of the time, every week, week in, week out, diluted oh, the movement. It did. And I'm certain that all of the people involved in putting those on were doing what they thought was right. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm. Uh, however, you have to question, and I, I'd, I'd, I'd ask all of the people involved to question this as well, 
were there outside influences pushing you to do this weekly? I'm not going to make any allegation. I just want to know because mm. I was at, at the point where this began, mm. I was very much an outsider. Mm. Now, uh, that things all things have changed now from for me, but I think where the we're, we're really talking about the Elizabeth Key rallies. That's where it really began. Okay, and I'm sure there's people listening, and if there's not, there's going to be someone that's going to listen to this that's who knows me, and they're they're possibly I've got someone in mind. They're possibly going to really reject what I'm saying, but um, all I'm doing is. Just throwing it out there for consideration, okay? Please don't attack me for it. I don't no. know the facts. I just, again, it, it, it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, duck. I can tell you from um, being one of those people who attended all of them, 99.9% yeah, so. of all of them, um, I went there with 100% pure mm. intention for my son, every other child mm. and freedom. And I don't like the uh, term burnt out, but I did get burnt out. Yeah. And you have yeah. to wonder, yeah. was that on purpose? But, 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 because, I, I mean, yeah. Andrew has just said, you live so far from <clears throat> Perth, how do you do it? Because I'm dedicated yeah. Yeah. and even I got And um, one of our listeners has made a point as well. I'd just like to read it out really quickly. Caitlin, thank you so much for doing this. Um, did you know that the cops in the eastern states are asked to follow social media of the freedom people? Oh, they do here. They see Absolutely trucks. they yeah, do here. They do. We're very well familiar yep. with that. Absolutely. Um, Cam, you must be mm. more so. Oh. <laughs> how, how many uh, visits from ASIO have you had, Cam? Three. Uh, right. Wow. Okay. Uh, three. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. And Talk. they did have yeah. transcripts of what I'd written on... On their phones or whatever? No, they had transcripts, actually physical bits of paper of what I'd said on Facebook. And my Facebook had been deleted. When I was putting out these um, these videos, showing these videos and saying, look, everybody, and I would a lot of uh, people, I had, had 5,000 MySpace followers at the time. That when that sort of died, I, th I don't think a natural death. I think it, that it was sabotaged so that Facebook could mm. take over. Because yeah. the kids used to say, yes. oh, Facebook is MySpace for old people. That's what they, they viewed MySpace. It was just a boring old Well, thing. now they say that about Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but yeah. Uh, MySpace was just unbelievable. I remember that, yeah. There, there yeah. Were just, you could yeah. just find out so much in one day. You could yeah. hardly oh. sleep. You see, it was just because it was a wild thing. west then still. And, yeah. and it was a conspiracy, one thing flowing into another, flowing into another, yeah. and you could just have the thing and it would just churn out these – and you just learned so much. It was absolutely unbe unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. But um, – yeah, so so what I, I think happened with these rallies, if you get energy out of it, like if you have somebody that goes to the football and they're, they're really passionate about their team, they will turn up every week and they get energy from it because everybody around them is energetic. Yeah. I remember the two rallies. One was at, at, um, at Brighton Beach and that was just before the election and people thought no mandatory vaccination party ran that rally. We didn't. It's just that we had signs. When everywhere. you say Brighton Beach, you mean in Victoria? No, the Brighton Beach next to Scarborough. 
Oh, okay. Just south of Scarborough, Brighton okay. Beach, and there's yep. a reserve there. We had a lot of stuff there, so people thought I organ I organized it, but I did. That's didn't. the nudist beach, isn't it? N- no, it's a bit. Uh, I just wanted to throw it in there for the comedy factor. Um, Look, honestly, I was just, I'm stirring shit. Um, Look, this is a great opportunity for me to, uh, to, um, I'd just like to invite Deb. Would you like to join us to um, uh, make a comment, Deb? And anyone else who'd like to join the conversation, please just keep trying to connect. I am watching my laptop screen here. But um, I do miss – I just miss somebody else that wanted to join, so I, I apologise for that. But um, this is really interesting stuff. So, um, yeah, hey, Asio, welcome to the show. This oh, is the 8-9 no yes. News Show. <laughs> Greetings. My Greetings. name's Andrew Hughes. I'm your host for this evening. And um, please come and have a chat to me. I'd really appreciate it. It's going to be great content for my channel. Yes, I have had uh, one guest on my channel, Mr. Andrew Hughes, and I yes. would love a second one. Oh. oh <laughs> you don't want me to go missing. To <laughs> um, honestly, uh, ASIO, if you're listening, I don't give a damn what you think. Um, no. You're wrong. Mm. Um, I'm a humanist and I'm here for humanity and I'm here for the people around me and, in fact, my family and my friends and everyone else – Deb, thank you for joining the chat. Would you like no to worries. add anything to oh. that, Deb? Hi. Welcome, Hello. welcome, Deb. One of my favourite people in the world, Deb. You and Jay, <laughs> love you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, I'm just going to find my earphones because I've actually already jumped into bed, so I've just jumped out oh, of bed. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> There's some kinky um, people in this chat. You want to you want to watch what you say. <laughs> Look, I uh, we, we've had a, I've had a couple of glasses of red wine, everyone. Um, I'm only oh, I've got about uh, a couple of glasses left, maybe one, one, maybe <laughs> a large one, a large one left. So yeah, please, Deb. Um, yeah, so on the with the rallies, like we've been we'd been having rallies in Bunbury. I'm part of the organising committee since um, October. Sorry, two six. Yep. Since October mm-hmm. last year, Deb's got people. Oh. Deb's got someone at her house talking to her, everyone. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so we were all I'll play here. a tune while we <laughs> – yes, okay, Deb, <laughs> go ahead, please. Should I take this time to say hi to ASIO again? <laughs> yes, why not? Hi, ASIO. Hi, ASIO. So um, I'm part of the organising committee for um, SW Freedom Community and we've been organising rallies here since October, um, roughly, and we were having rallies since October um, every week um, up until the election or the week after the election. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we've gone to monthly rallies and the rallies, like, started off, um, I can say we started off with the whole, you know, like we're really fighting against the system and, you know, we, we march every week and do all that sort of stuff. But it's sort of evolved into um, more about community and, like, our tagline is unity in community. Mm-hmm. That's Love that. run by. And um, everyone really just wanted to gather every week because they felt connected and every week we'd have people rock up that didn't even know we were doing this. Okay, so Deb, your your point is that doing it weekly was a good thing? At the time, yeah, it was. It was. And leading up to the election, like it was important, like we had people coming and talking, you know, like we had the um, candidates come and speak about what they were 
going to do and, you know, so people got to know who they were. But, um, our rallies are more about, um, we probably shouldn't even be calling them rallies, I think. Um, I tend to sort of call it a unity and community event because they are about connecting with community and making sure that people don't feel like they're on their own because every week we'd have someone turn up that didn't know that we were doing this and we're just like, how did you not know this? Like we have posters up, we have flies go out in letterboxes, we advertise across every platform known to man on social media, but still people slip through the cracks. So and that's we just want to make sure that no one feels like they're on their own. Yeah, it's yeah. going to happen, absolutely. And that's it. I mean, um, look, in a situation like this, like this, you're really re, um, relying on people to search you out. Um, mm. I, I don't know about everyone else, but when this whole thing went down, I was spending every minute of every day looking for groups that were mm-hmm. organising. And what I want to say is that I, I just said before that I thought that we, the weekly rallies leading up to the election diluted the situation. But, um, hey, I was there every week. <laughs> okay. So – I was certainly into it. I'm just sort of raising that question because what we're all talking about here is the future, okay? Yes, yes. Where this yep. show, this Friday night show, is all about building that platform that we keep talking about, which means a large audience of a wide demographic. We're not a niche podcast here. No. Um, although you could you could say that we were. But um, this affects all of us, so it's far larger than a niche. Yeah, and, you know, this this yeah. myth of us all being a minority still persists yes. in mainstream and it's absolutely not true and we we know it's not true. Um, well, we might be a minority but we're a very freaking large one. Yes, and yeah, uh, not as much as we they, have they a, like to portray. Yes. That's right, and we have a fighting spirit. We are persistent. We are not amateurs at this now. And uh, people are definitely looking to connect. Like uh, Dave is saying that you have people coming to your community groups for, you know, they might stay for, you know, and go to another group and yeah, you have new people. Fine. People are sc- literally screaming out for this sense of community. That's right. Um, and mm. Cam, can you jump in on that one, please? Are you finding that as well? Do you find that people continually reach out to you? Because you've already alluded to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah a, a lot. I mean, it was uh, speaking. It up. was um, around election time because we we didn't get registered. The, the electoral commission didn't process our. Application. And we want to talk all about that. So, how about we start with that yeah. and then lead into the way people yeah. continue to connect with you? Yeah. yeah. So, so for a start, I'll go back to the two thousand and twenty-one state election. Before then. I mentioned that this rally at Brighton Beach, which I think was either that was a high water mark or the one at Forest Place, where there are probably f- I think five thousand people. People were saying fifty thousand, which was ridiculous. We did have some. We did have some very mm. large rallies, but there yeah. were a lot of overestimations yeah. Yeah. there. And so we did. I mean, the Freedom yeah. Movement didn't even get fifty thousand votes at this election in WA. That's right. So, so if they're fifty thousand, we've put these people off. So. I say yeah. there were 5,000, which I think was it's, it's a big number. What I wanted to see was... There's that large glass. <laughs> what, what <laughs> People to, might have heard the, 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 the noise from that. Sorry, yes, Gab. Yeah. No, as what I wanted to, That's me, to see yep. was these momentum. So these rallies getting bigger and bigger. If they had have been, say, six weeks apart or two months apart, they were, uh, they were building so so 
quickly that all of a sudden the public would think, right, everybody's on board with this. But if all of a sudden the numbers start going down, people would say, oh, well, they've fizzled out to nothing. So that's what's happened. There was a peak. And when we had the Brighton rally, which I think was absolutely fantastic, it was just a whole lot of suburban people because it was in the suburbs. It wasn't in the city. So the whole lot of suburban people that had driven their car down there, hard to find car parking spots. But there were no red flags. There were no United States flags. There were no Eureka flags. See, all of these things that I could see, mm-hmm. there were everybody was allowed to speak. We probably had too many speakers, but... It was a really a carnival atmosphere, and 6PR were, were reporting on it. They were giving bulletins wow, that's every, awesome. every hour. How did you organise that, or did that just happen organically? It just happened. They knew that there were going to be people there, and they wanted to attack. See, they can't, yeah, they can't attack. Mm. If you've got huge numbers, they can't say nobody's interested. This is a fringe movement. But we sort of destroyed it ourselves by having the... And what I looked at, not was the numbers, I didn't look at the numbers, I looked at the body language. In the end, people were there, there might have been big crowds, but I could see that when they had their arms folded, they're thinking, I'm not like liking what I'm seeing here, mm. I'm not liking what I'm hearing here. And the whole thing mm. started to, 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 to go south. And, uh, you know, I, I think that whatever reason, whether there were, there were people deliberately sabotaging, I don't know, all I know was that we're on a really good thing for a while, and we have to say... And then it got co-opted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't speak. I spoke at one rally. I spoke at the Brighton rally, and I'm not joking. But hang on, this was a rally for you. No, no, no. We, we were the main ones, but yeah, we were the, the only... party, right. We were sort of the only freedom party at the time. Right. Though Rod Cullen from Gap did speak there, but I got... F- more than forty thousand dollars in donations at wow. that rally. Wow! But then, wow. then I did not get asked to speak at another rally. I Interesting. Had, you 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 were so popular, and and I was giving money to. Can to I ask speak. who asked you to speak at that rally? No, what happened? I wasn't even supposed to speak at that rally. One of our candidates called uh, Helen Allen, who hmm. was our candidate for uh, Warren Blackwood. And now she ran in this federal election for, for UAP, UAP for UAP mm. for yep. Forest. She mm. uh, sort of took a bit of initiative, and Michael Darby was doing bush poetry, and she said, "Right, uh, I'm just going to butt in here, take the microphone, and say right, and give it to me." She just right. basically right. did that mm. on because they wanted to have a, a march and then have the speaks, speakers at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, we knew that everybody's got to go home. Go home. Yep. So I gave a speech there. And as a result of that speech, I didn't go on the march because people coming up and saying, you know, we'll, we'll donate money to this, we'll don- donate money. Mm-hmm. And we did get don- money and we, we used it all on how to vote. Because we were massively in debt. Yeah. How to vote, T-shirts, caps... All of this sort of thing. And we were even giving money to people that had um, over, you know, the, the, the people they, uh, they, they, they spend more than they, than mm. they should because they think they're going to get in. Yep. Yeah. But uh, and so it was fantastic. But then I didn't get invited, really invited to speak again. At any, so I couldn't raise any money. Mm. And uh, surprise, surprise. And and, yeah. uh, and then and then worse than that. Because everybody was interested, you know, had the police turning up asking how we were getting so many m- members. We had thousands of members. 
Like we were as big as Liberal Labor, way bigger than the National Party. And now that's just in WA, right? Ju- just in WA. So what happened to – because to be – I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, I went to one of our Pink Panther Truth Army marches up to the uh, health department. Yeah. And um, – uh, I met you the first time there um, because you were asking for too. signatures yeah. um, and that was the first time that I'd met you. I'd never heard of you or the party, yeah. more importantly, before. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to know, to know if you had so many interested members previously and were uh, just as popular or had as many numbers as the Liberal Party, what happened to the point where freedom – core members and and the Freedom Party people, not Freedom Party, the, the Freedom Movement people, um, you know, you're coming to see them to get signatures. What happened between that point and that point? Well, what happened? Yeah. What happened? We, we were getting a lot of signatures just from, I, I think just from normal people because mm-hmm. I used to get a printout of where these people lived, where all of the people lived, and we had people from 300 localities mm-hmm. in WA. It's way more than that now. Right. Uh, every suburb. And it was pretty much spread everywhere. We were mainly large along the northern coast uh, from Mullaloo, uh, north, north of Alkamos, Burns Beach, Two Rocks, all along the coast. Mm, and then, And then it stopped at City Beach. We right. could not get one member in those rich suburbs. Wow. Cottesloe. City Beach. That's interesting. And isn't it? It just stopped. Not one. We did get one from Cottesloe, a guy that lived, and then he quit. Then he resigned. Um, But our biggest numbers were actually where the rally was in Scarborough. That was where most of our members were. But we had so many members that we couldn't actually process them and, Mm. and, and, and meaningfully use them because we had no money. To give out how to vote on the on and the polling. and you didn't have the supporters like the admin staff. Oh right? no, we had none. There was no no admin staff. It was just a whole lot of members, which we still got. Okay, so you're looking for admin staff, Cam? Oh, uh, no. Where are you up to right no. now? I've got to ask. What's going on with the no mandatory well, vaccine? Right vote? now, we've got seven days to. Um, we put in an application to be a federal party in January. And the Australian Electoral Commission just sat on the applications, did nothing for months. They didn't do anything with them. Is there a time limit on them yeah, having was, to they, take action? They, they, was, they were supposed to, 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 do, to tell us how many are on the electoral roll. Mm. And then once we've got – even though we had, th- we had more than 3,000, mm. I rang them during the year and said, like, we've got more than 3,000 members – um, can we just – they said, you've got to submit 1,650 members. I mm. said, well, we've got more than 3,000. Why don't you just do what WA do? You you sort through it and we've got – as long as we've got 1,500, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And they um, they said, no, you can only put in 1,650. Okay, so hang on, Cam. Let's cut to the chase. You weren't successful, okay, because they, they, they you put forward a number of people and then they, the Electoral Commission then started to call those people up. And no, no. They, they, okay. Long story short, though, you were denied the yeah. ability yeah. to... We, yeah, we didn't yeah. even get to the stage of them ringing people up. We had the 1,650 and we put them in. Then they cross off people that are members of two parties and it's illegal to be a member of two parties. We, we p- had people that were members of every 
hmm. Freedom Party. And I was encouraging them. I said, look, you can join as many as you want because we've got thousands of members, so we're going to have more than 1,500. We've got no worries about that. And they they'd increased it from 500 to 1,500. Right. And so they thought they would knock people out. So I wasn't really concerned about that. But then when I thought, well, we can only put in 1,650, they're going to start crossing out all of the, um, the people that are members of two parties. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to cross out people who have died. Yeah. Uh, and you do get that. Yep. Then you go across that people. Well, they might not. Uh, have, changed, have changed their address, yep. changed their name. They've been married. They've got married. There are any number of ways that they can knock. And then once you get under fifteen hundred, mm. then it's up to them to try to find out the problem. Yeah. To to try to get you above fifteen hundred. Well, I wouldn't just, trust yeah, them and, to and, try and, and of that. course, they, they didn't, didn't find they, the they problem. Didn't, for no, you. they didn't do that. Wouldn't trust. So, them. what would your advice be to other people that are uh, thinking about attempting what you've done? What would you have done differently? Well, there's nothing really that you can do if they want to wipe you out. There's no way you can get through the system. Like I, I yeah. started this in November and I've done nothing. And even today, all I've done is being on a computer trying to get the members fight the electoral roll. For example, I don't know if they're on the electoral roll. They have to be on the electoral roll. I don't know how they've enrolled. Like there was a guy today that I checked his uh, and he had three, you know, a Christian name, a middle name and a surname. He came up, when I put all of those details in perfectly, it said he wasn't on the electoral roll. And I thought... Okay, well, I'll take out his middle name. And sure enough, then he appeared on the... Because when he had enrolled, he'd only used his first name. As if I'm supposed to know exactly how each person has um, filled out their application when they've uh, they, they've gone to enrol. And another example was um, a guy's name was O'Brien. Mm-hmm. I spelt O'Brien the normal way, O apostrophe B-R-I-E-N. And it came up as a negative. Mm-hmm. But if I took the comma out, it comes oh. out as a positive. Mm. Well, it's all I can tell you now, it's always very interesting for me since I uh, was married. Uh, I now have a hyphenated name. Mm. And um, depending on what activity I'm doing, I never know if it's going to be the first part of the hyphen or the second part of the hyphen. So when I went to vote mm. um, and trying yeah. to look up my name was, yeah. was quite interesting. But, but then what, what happened... I ran as an independent. We didn't get registered. Mm. I ran as an independent, but they weren't interested in whether you're on the roll or not. I I, I got those signatures. I went up and then I went home at night till about four in the morning checking every person on the electoral roll. Mm -hmm. I took them in. They said, oh, you wasted your time doing all of this. We're going to be doing it ourselves anyway. (laughs) Unbelievable. So so all they had was names on a bit of paper like a petition Mm -hmm. where when you submit to it, you have to put them on their database. So I had all the members, the thousands, on the WA uh, spreadsheet. Yep. They wouldn't let me use that. They wouldn't let me send that into the federal. They said, no, you have to retype all of these onto an Australian Electoral Commission. Right. Uh, which took month, which took a long time, yep. you know, because I was working full time. Oh, well, time. Is, isn't that uh, termed giving someone the runaround? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but then when, when I ran as an independent, all they had was handwritten notes of paper. That was good enough for them. When I ran as an independent, isn't that interesting? And all, all you needed was one hundred people for mm. that, but uh, and they checked those in an hour. And I'm still waiting now. This is uh, what six months down the track. Wow! They've given me 
seven days to come up with another list of 1,650. Mm. Oh, so they can, they can give you timelines and... Um, yeah, but it's, I've only got another seven days. I've got to hand it in on thir- well, Thursday. I've got to hand in this new list of 1,600, which I've, all they want to do, we've got to prove we've got 1,500. I've already proved we've got more than that hmm. because the first list of 1,500, they said 333 aren't on the roll. Mm-hmm. We can't find them. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I, then I sent in another list with 400 extra people in addition to the ones that I'd sent in. So that now they had uh, well in excess, had about 1,800 names that were on the roll. They said, no, no. Well, it just sounds like a whole load of usual run-around government speak because I've had the same situation with the Australian tax office when they have stolen my money and want me to do investigative processes to uh, prove their mistake, you know, and it's, it's yeah. the same thing. You've got to prove to me the numbers. You've got to prove to me to, on and, the electoral and, and roll. They, and they don't tell you who's not on – who who they, they said just tell me who's not on the roll <laughs> and then I'll just replace those, get to 15. They won't do that. I have, no. to, I have to work out. So, Kim, the, the, let's get down to it though. You can't have um, in, a, in a federal election during a time like we've got what, what what we've gone through, I you think can't I know what you're going to say now. You, 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 you I said to you in the, the interview, word. you can't have a party registered mm-hmm. with the words "no mandatory vaccination." <laughs> Shame <party."> on you, <laughs> that, big that, that, mistake. The electoral commission can't accept that because that goes against the narrative. narrative. Yeah, that, that's, that, right. that's exactly yeah. right. I remember what happened. I and see. by the way, sorry, just one moment. Um, we've got someone making lots of comments in the – well, not lots of comments, but they're making comments. Luke Patterson, I've oh, invited you to really? make a comment or to join the conversation a few times. Um, I don't know why you're not able to connect, but if you would like I to – I do. Chidlow. Chidlow, yeah, Chidlow. Um, but, Luke, I'd love to hear from you. So, Cam, yep. we'll continue on. I've, I've said I've invited Luke to join the show, and if anyone else would like to join – oh, oh, hang on a minute. Here he is. Hello. Okay, hey Luke, <laughs> you've been making a few comments in the chat. I'm not going to say what it is, but what? What? I'm I'm not sure exactly what your point is. What is it? Well, no, I've just heard Cam say before that he hasn't been invited to, um, you know, be included in stuff around the movement, and you know, like the way I look at it, you don't. If you're trying to set up and run a party, you don't wait to be invited. You network and you take the ball by the horns. Yeah, I understand um, the a- the AEC and you know their game. I'm not saying that he hasn't had any unfairness come to him because of the name of the party. Mm-hmm. I, that makes sense. That that may have happened. Um, it just seems like quite a defeatist attitude from where I'm sitting. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if I I go to these rallies. Some of these times I was told I was a speaker. I turn up to the rally and, and I'm not a speaker. And they said, no, no, don't. this is a non-political rally. You can speak at the next one then you don't get to speak at that one either. But the only other alternative was yeah, for, us to set up, uh, for us to set up our own rallies, which would mean there were three people organising rallies. Two is too many. It should have been one. But if we go to three and so we run our own rallies, that, that really would create problems. I mean... Mm. I mean, that, that would be a problem if, if we had done that. So I didn't complain. I, I was just disappointed that I couldn't speak. But mm. if I'm not organising it, I, I can't really complain too much yeah, 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 that yeah. I don't get given. Can I I mean, just, yeah, can I speak to that? Yeah, go on. 
Luke, I'm just muting you because there's a bit of feedback, mate. Yep, go ahead, Deb. It is really challenging to to organise these rallies and trying to fit, you know, speakers in and people. Then you get someone that turns up and they've got a 10-minute time slot and they talk for 20 minutes and then that means the next one's delayed. Yeah, it ruins it for everyone else. And it just, you know, it just, it creates big challenges. But um, but with... um, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. That's all right. <laughs> what time is it? Um, it, it is late, <laughs> and 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 that's a great a great interlude um, to say that we are going to wrap up in just a moment. But keep, go ahead, Deb. Hmm. Um, with regards to, um, I think it was regard. What did you say, Ken, about um, speaking at the rally? Yeah, um, being oh, invited and they're not being. That's invited. what I wanted to say. Hmm. So no, no, I wanted to make a comment about how you were told that. Um, they didn't want you to speak because it wasn't a political rally. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but which bit of what's been happening for the last two years hasn't been frigging political? Yeah, exactly. Like, like we had uh, when we had the big rally, and Caitlin said she was there for our big rally where we had hoodie and um, and Rod there, and we had like nearly three thousand people turn up in Little Old Bunbury for our for yeah. our rally. Mm. And there was a whole heap of people that had come from Mandra and and predominantly from Mandra that were like, oh, we're going to come back, you know, this is great, it's only an hour, because it's the same distance mm. for Mandra, they're halfway between us and Perth, yeah. so, you know, half dozen one, half dozen the other. And, you know, we're going to come back to Bunbury, this is great, you know, we'll just come here for rallies, you know. The next week, the very next week, we had our rally and our numbers went from nearly 3,000 people to about 150 people. Mm. And the feedback from Mandra was that... Um, they didn't want to come because the flyer that I'd done up had the four candidates that were going to be speaking at that particular rally. Um, and I opened the invite, went out to every candidate for Forrest um, and O'Connor, not, and that included Liberal Labor because I didn't want anyone to tell me that I was being biased or, you know, leaving people off the list. Um, and it's they didn't want to come because these political people were going to be here and they preferred to go. They all went up to the 60-30 and had a bloody McGowan, you know, mm. flavoured lunch. Yeah, I've got to be. Day. And it's like. Yeah. And it's like. Oh, which bit of, oh, I was and there. Andy was there for that. Yeah, I was. I listened to the podcast. One, you? That was your first <laughs> one. It's like which bit of this whole two years has been a political stunt do you yeah. not understand? Like, That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just that just blew my mind. Yeah. I was just like, really? Yeah. Like, where have you people been for the last two years? Because um, this is all about. But, but Deb, I think the the real point to make is that um, I think that occurred because these people that are on the fringes that turned up because yeah. Woody was there or whatever. Yeah. Um, was there. Yeah. They don't. They're, they're not connecting with the vision, I guess, is the word for it. But uh, they, yeah. they, they don't believe. Well, it's that like virtue signaling. They're virtue signaling for essentially. A, small, a small, you know, window of time. Yeah. And it's not actually, yeah. you know, something innate. There's someone it, really famous. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, look, I, I, I've had the conversation with a few people in the public. Mm. Do you know who Graham Hood is? And basically most people say, well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Three quarters of the people say, no, I don't. They know who Qantas is, but they, they don't know who Graham Hood that, is. That, that's right. But then yeah. there's the quarter yeah. of all people who do know. And, I, I mean, I, mm. I raised this with somebody the other day, someone, a friend of mine from New South Wales, and I said, oh, Graham Hood. Oh, yeah, the Qantas pilot. Right. Yep, yeah, right. So 
these people have all got been inspired by his story. They've come out, but they they don't really believe. Mm. They don't believe to the point where they understand their the position but in that, it. But that's programming. If you watch yeah. the news, there's always the feel-good yeah. puppy-dog story at, you yeah. know, the end of the, you know, bleeds at Leeds yeah. 25 minutes prior with a bit of mm. footy kicking mm. and then you get a cat story mm. because it's a feel-good story. And, and that's what I found actually when I went to see Graham Hood speak in Darlington. Yep. I love my Hills people, but most of them were there for the feel-good story. And mm. when Martin stood up, Pink Panther was there, yep. uh, and he stood up and said, come on, people, they all suddenly got offended because they were just there to have a happy story and mm. yep. clap. Yeah, and that's the problem we've so got. We come back to apathy all the time. Yeah. Um, yes. We're desperately yep. – this is part of what this show is all about, right? We're trying to build the community. We've got a couple yep. of years to do it. Mm. I'm dedicated to doing this every Friday night. We're awesome. going to move it to 7.30, by the way, everyone. Beautiful. We're going to get good. more yeah. structured. Deb, who's on the line with us right now, is a very uh, – Deb, I couldn't do it without you. The Friday night series is all um, – you're, you're, you're the man. Um, and you are – Woman. Honest, I couldn't do it without you, Deb, honestly. <laughs> I honestly couldn't do it without you. And that's right. We're we're all man, right? Yeah. It's just some of us are a little bit yeah. more special than others. <laughs> and they're woo man. Yeah. Okay. They're the special yes. ones. So don't think that I'm being sexist or anything like oh, that, sure. people. We're using language correctly. I'm sick of language not being used correctly. Exactly. And I um, was making a what is a woman joke. Yep, you were. <laughs> and, and I am going to make a joke. And hey, it. listen, I failed English at school, that. everyone. I'm no literary, literary genius. Literary genius. Yeah, been drinking, everyone. <laughs> Linguistics um, was one of my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Robin's an expert and, and <laughs> I'm sitting opposite her and I'm not an expert at all. I failed English all the way through high school. But hey... Um, the fact is, is that uh, we need to understand the words that we're using, right? Yes, they're extremely powerful. And, the, you know, not only the words, but the connotations associated with the language that we're using are extremely powerful. And yeah, that's the, part of what's missing in this movement. You, yep, and go ahead. Using, and understanding the language that they use. Oh, yes. Yeah. But see through the bullshit. And what we should or shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Luke, I'm only going to leave you um, unjabbed for two seconds, mate. Would you like to make a comment on that before I re-mute you? Because you got some bad feedback. Sound like he's standing in a bunch of... No, no, he's not saying anything. Okay, I've got to mute you again, mate. There's some really weird feedback coming from you, so I'm really, really sorry about that. But, yeah, please go ahead, Deb. Or yeah, so can. we need, we really um, we don't need to because we don't need to do anything. But we, you know, it's very beneficial for us to understand the language that they're using. You know, things like understand. Like you never tell a police officer, "I understand you," because otherwise you're agreeing to stand under them. You well, know, that's well, you know, this point. is a whole other conversation we could have about. Um, we, we are going to have this other information, yeah, or yeah. disinformation. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. everyone. I don't want to be a stick in the mud, but we have to wrap it up. Yep. All of our guests, yep. um, or oh, sorry, all of our audience, and there's 
13 at the moment. There, there has been 13. 13 so is a lucky number. Thank you so awesome. much for joining us. Look, we know that we're not – we're going to get many, many more re-listens, but to have people online with us this evening is amazing. Cool. Thank you so cool. much to all the people who have joined. Um, we do have to wrap it up because within five minutes, you're all going to get kicked off Shacked the show. Off. Yeah. Now, Cam, we haven't even spoken about your um, – your collection of books that is yes. um, a very, very interesting collection about the Illuminati. Indeed. Can we spend one or two minutes yeah. just quickly outlining that because um, you've got some fascinating books in your collection. Yeah. Tell us just really quickly um, about your collection of Illuminati books. And, yeah. of course, you've also got the world's big, one of the world's biggest Bibles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The, the, thank, thanks, Andrew. The, with the Illuminati books, I had a book dealer uh, in Germany and uh, he sells these antique books. And the Illuminati books are not hard. They're not. They're expensive but not ridiculously expensive. What kind of cost? Because I'm interested each, and I've got no money. Each book, <laughs> each book <laughs> it depends on, on the book, but most of them were about – Eight thousand dollars! Holy shit! That's more than what um, my car's worth. Pardon my words. French. I was expecting you to say fifteen hundred. <laughs> yeah, but no. eight thousand. Well, okay, the, so the, you've these, got a really. These are the, can I can't I, so I can't use my son's canteen money. No. To the, but these are the original books written by Adam Weissap, who set up the Illuminati. They yeah, are, so you've got actual copies. I have actually two hundred okay, years no, old. I've, I've, this is what I've, I've got. The the best book I've got. Well, is Adam the only copy of Adam Vicep's university thesis? I've got the mm -hmm. only the only copy of that. That was that's been talked about in documentaries, and you've actually got the I've only, got the only copy. copy that's not Holy in the Ber shit. the Berlin Museum's got one copy. I've got the only one that's not in the Berlin. The only other so that must here. be really interesting to read. Well, it's not really because it's, <laughs> okay. it's not really. It's because it's, <laughs> it's written, it written in, in German. It's How written much? in German. Oh, shush, my and, husband's and, German. <laughs> Come on, David. We've got a German in the house, but everyone. It, but it's written in old German. So there's two – when they wrote, the German yes. language was old and they changed the language. And so <laughs> even somebody that speaks German couldn't necessarily read yes, this book. Right. So I wanted to get it – I wanted to get it translated when I th thought I'd have enough money to be able wow. to do that, but I've, I've never had. Oh, <laughs> poo. Since then. Okay, so, excited, so look, um, we've got to close the show, okay. unfortunately. Cam, I really want to know more about this. So this is a great uh, opportunity for me to invite you back to the yeah, show. Sure. In fact, I'd like both you and David, and I know Robin's going to be on the show again. I hope so, even though my shitty internet <laughs> Robin, gave I'll you heart you. palpitations. I'll forgive you for your shitty hey, internet. You don't need to have a clot shot. You just come up to Chidlow, try the internet yeah, yeah. <laughs> to give you my good ideas. Yeah. So um, meet the bandicoot with a clot shot. Everyone, I just want to. I just want to <laughs> let you all know that um, while our internet connection is really poor, I'm probably uh, dropping out on you right now. But we are going to continue to do this. We're going to continue to have these conversations. We're going to continue to bring you interesting guests, and all through the. Uh, I'm drunk. Um, we're, what we're trying to do is build a community, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you also for all of the people who have become patrons of the show. I couldn't do it without you. Um, I need many more of you because I've only got a couple. 
we're, we're a very small, small well, if, operation here. Well, if I can, uh, you know, uh, people of no money uh, and I am one of them. Yes, we're all one of them. Uh, we're, you know, 60 we're seconds, Robin. we got 60 <laughs> seconds, mate. Become a patron. Please become a patron, everyone. Now, listen, um, for all of you who haven't already heard this, I've spoken about it a few times tonight. I'm going to Alice Springs. We are going to be... Uh, we're going to document the entire trip all the way along. Um, I'm going to be reaching out to you in the next few days about that because we already have a little bit of sponsorship, but we need a little bit more. Um, this is an enormously important trip. Um, for everyone listening, I'd really like you to support us on doing this because we're going to bring you this, the kind of content that you just aren't going to get anywhere else. We really are. I'm bringing video to the podcast. Amazing. Um, I can't wait for that. That's awesome. happening really soon. Wow. Um, you're going to be able to watch us. I, I don't want to say too much, but we've got some locations that we're going to that are going to be utterly spectacular. Yay. We're going to interview the most incredible people and everyone, we're about to be cut out. So with that, I'd like to say goodnight. Thank you so much for joining us. We, uh, I'm going to close the show with a, a song from a great friend of mine, a, a new but dear friend of mine, Kelly Newton-Wordsworth. This is Hold the Line. I am going to be at Kelly's house next weekend. We're actually going to be doing the Friday Night Live podcast from Please. Deb's house. Deb's been on tonight. Yay, um, yay. In Deb, I can't wait. I can't wait to hang out with you, Deb. Hope you've got you know, better internet than me, Deb. Out. You know, Deb, Deb yeah, I love being with be you. Right. And I wish Jay was going to join us as well. But Jay's out in the Pilbara or, or on the eastern sort of side of Pil the Pilbara yeah, or the whatever it is. Yep. Um, Jay, love you as well. Um, to all of our guests, everyone that's joined us tonight, Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. This is a community we're trying to build. Um, good night to all of you. Robin, thank you so much for having us. My pleasure. Home. Sorry about the shitty internet. And That's all right. No <laughs> need to speak about the internet. Fantastic time. Thank you all for coming. No need Thanks, to speak Andrew. about the internet. Just sort it out, Robin. Yeah, sort of get it right. David, <laughs> thank you get it right. so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Mate, um, I want to have so you much. on again. Uh, we really didn't get to talk as Laura. much as I'd like to. Everyone would probably Can know I that. come? Because I want to see you oh, funny goose absolutely. movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, um, I, I, everyone would probably know now that I like to dive deeply into things. Yes. And we Friday Night Lives don't really give us the opportunity to do that. So I will follow up. Um, yep. I want everyone to know about organising community events. That's yes. very, very important. Cam, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Oh, absolute honour, mate. Um, I really, um, really much. I really want to get into your story a lot more. Mm, I want to hear it too. Cause yeah, there's a lot to that. So I'd ask our audience and anyone who's listening to the recording later on, please um, make a comment in the comments section. Put a face with a pair of sunglasses, Where especially it is. for ASIO if you want to. Yeah, ASIO, please make a comment. <laughs> Love to hear from you. Um, maybe not, but um, b by the way, no matter what your comment is, I don't care. Um, Cam, we will get into your story yeah, more later no on because it's, it's very interesting. I really mm. want to know more about your um, your copy of The World's Biggest Bible yes. as well as – 
the very interesting subject about the Adam Weisskopf books, um, the uh, books about the Illuminati. It's been a real interesting subject for me. Mm. Um, that's not a conspiracy theory, everyone. That actually does exist. I'll bring the, I can bring the book. Some books on. We can, we can. It's well documented. So with that, everyone, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm sure the people of the house will be so glad for us to finish up. Uh, it is 11 o'clock almost. Um, we are going to bring this forward an entire hour in the future. So please join us next week at 7.30 from Deb's house. We're going to have a really interesting discussion with the postmasters and the common law people. I don't know how else to describe it, but um, that's what it is. That's what you it is. You described it perfectly. I Andrew. can't wait to find out more about it because I've got to be honest. I don't know anything about it. Like most subjects, I don't know much about it. Any well, of it. Life is one big long learning journey, and that's it, right? So we're all about learning. So good night, all. Good night, Nick. Lovely to meet you last weekend. Good night, Caitlin. Thank you so much for all your comments. Good night, Deb. Good night, Jay. Good night, everyone oh, else. Night, My Deb, friend night, Luke. Deb. My friend Troy, especially night. Troy. Thank you for being with us. Um, everyone, good night. Here's Kelly's song, Hold the Line. Later, until next week. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Hold the line. We stand for our freedom We stand for the children We stand for our right to be free We stand against tyranny Hold the line, hold the line Our people Hold the line, hold the line Hold the line, hold the line Our people Hold the line, hold the line Every woman and man Time for you to understand There are lessons to be learned from history Now the tide must turn Hold the line, hold the line Our people Hold the line, hold the line Hold the line, hold the line Our people Hold the line, hold the line There's a book called Vaccination That tells a tale of great deception Bill Gates of hell destruction Must pay the price for his corruption Hold the line, hold the line People, hold the line, hold the line Hold the line, hold the line Our people, hold the line, hold the line Dr. Fauci and his band of thieves Have found their place in history 
the politicians in their coats and their ties with big pharma will go down with their lies hold the line hold the line our people hold the line 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 hold the line